I actually got to hang out with Bobby before a show one night here in Washington with some mutual friends at their house. Um, personally, I didn't notice any workout regimen. You know? <laughs> there was a regimen, but you know, exercise didn't seem like it was uh, at the forefront at that time. Welcome to Lunch with Shelley, the podcast featuring conversations with colleagues, friends, family, business leaders. At lunch, here's Shelly. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our first ever bonus episode all about the Grateful Dead with special guest Matt Rosenheim, president of the fabulous Tiny Jewel Box, and Mike Millard, general manager of the very excellent Palm Restaurant in Washington, D.C. Enjoy, thanks for listening, and peace, love, and lunch. So I've been dying to have this portion of uh, the program because all of the three of us are deadheads, so you're going to have to endure this, Claude. But I just found out that Matt, after I've known him so long, went to Syracuse. Have you ever seen a Syracuse show? I have not. Oh, really? How many have you seen? Uh, Grateful Dead shows? At Syracuse, yeah. Uh, I think when I was in Syracuse, the Grateful Dead had kind of... Uh, Outgrown most of the venues around Syracuse, so I never. No, I saw I Jerry Garcia one. play. No. I saw the Jerry Garcia band play. Oh, that's never so the Rainbow Dead. I think it had gotten a little no, bit big. No, because we're the time. same age, I think. And I saw one show in the late eighties mm. at Syracuse. Mm. Maybe the Onondaga War Memorial. Oh my God! <laughs> I don't know. It's very fuzzy. But um, how are you? And I'm how much do you love you. the Dead? I love the Dead. What are you listening to lately? Are you listening to any Dead songs? Um, right now, I haven't really been listening a lot. But um, most of my shows, all of my shows are West Coast. Are you I kidding? was stationed in the Marine Corps in Yuma, Arizona. I would call you a snob, but really, I'm just impressed. <laughs> so my first show was in Compton Terrace in Arizona in 1991, I, I think, or 92. It's not there anymore. It's a great little grass venue. Um, out no outside of Phoenix, and um, it was fantastic. And then I got to spend a ton of shows uh, in '92 to '95 at Sam Boyd Silver Arena at UNLV. It came every May or June every year, and I would catch three or four nights in a row. Wow, it was fantastic. What was your best show? Do you know? Um, well, or like your most astounding song? We had a really hot, cloudy, drizzly day, and. In UNLV at the uh, Sam Boyd Silver Arena, and um, it was uncharacteristic for that, you know, for being out in the desert. And Jerry came out and started with uh, "Here Comes Sunshine." Oh, funny! And he beat on that song for about thirty or forty minutes until the clouds parted and the sun came out. And the oh, next day, so awesome. in the local paper, it said Jerry brings out the sunshine. And You're he did kidding. it. He did it. And we all witnessed it. And it was fantastic. And I think all the deadheads uh, probably felt very confident that Jerry had done it. Exactly. <laughs> well, the newspaper even said it. Yeah. Yeah. Never forget that. What is yours? Favorite or first? Favorite. Favorite, probably a run of three shows in the Nassau Coliseum. The first mm. time that nice. Branford Marsalis played with the Grateful Dead. Wow. And Jerry Garcia was so vibing with Branford. It just had energy and soulfulness was that that was probably on uh, 90 um and i think some of those shows got put into an album but uh just fabulous shows staying in new york city right with all nasa my friends, coliseum shows at, are hardcore yeah i lost my car in the parking lot for three days <laughs> yeah right you know? <laughs> <laughs> it's another story though <laughs> well that's perfect my 
My uh, not favorite, because I hated Hartford. I, I, my girlfriend and I hate Hartford shows now. She got beat up. Like, Hartford is just a really tough place to see a show. But I saw St. Stephen mm. in a Hartford show. And that That's, was sort of my most, like, oh, my God. And I think that was 89 or 90. Maybe 88. Yeah, I spent, uh, you know, a goodly number of years uh, chasing Jerry Garcia. Lost a couple jobs, a couple girlfriends, you know, along the way, because Jerry, well, Jerry had to be prioritized. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> I told you that's my dog's name. I'm so proud. I have Jerry and Cassidy. Well, the truth is, uh, you know, we considered it for my son, uh, but my Jerry? wife said we would never no hear way. the end of it. Never yeah, hear right. the end of it. Jerry uh, at least for my mother and father, we would have never heard the end of it. <laughs> He's that's a Joshua, hilarious. though. Yeah, Joshua is better. It's still a J. That's hilarious. I've been listening to The Dead again, because I, I was in Florida just uh, recently, and when I walk on the beach, like, it's such a treat, you know, to go back to your dead roots or your J- Jerry Garcia band roots. That, so that brought me I'll, through I'll tell you a, a funny little story that happened to me recently. I was uh, opening a new diamond boutique in the store and was flying out to Los Angeles to have a meeting, and we had a, a dinner, a social dinner that night. And on the way back to my hotel... The, my partner in the diamond deal said to me, uh, "Did you? I heard at the table that you liked the Grateful Dead. Did you know that I was uh, dear friends with Mark Pincus? And I said, well, that, that rings familiar. Who's Mark Pincus? And he said, he's the CEO of Rhino Records, which, uh, which you know, has Dead and Company wow. now. So uh, he was close mutuals with my good friend, and they ended up inviting me like a month later to fly out to Colorado and see, you know, two shows uh, in with Colorado with them, with John yeah. Mayer. And it was the first time, you know, this was last fall, you know, in COVID that I had really seen any live music. Oh. I hadn't traveled much. And just being out in the, in the Colorado outdoors. I've never seen, seen a West seen Coast band, show. Rocks, oh, I've been fortunate. I've seen a lot. I've seen a lot. But um, it was just like therapeutic. Yeah. And, and, and just to be out there and to be there with a you know, special person connected to the band. That right. Way. And yeah, we've so become kind like of friends. Backstage? Oh, kind wow. Of, we had some special experiences. But, <laughs> um, you know, um, but uh, please don't make me you know, articulate further. No, but, uh, that's, that suffices. But, uh, you know, it was really, really fun. And just uh, to have live music back in, in yeah, my life. Yeah, right. You know, after not being able to... To, to do that very much during yeah. COVID. It's amazing. Nelson and I went to uh, Nissan Pavilion to see Dead & Co. And it was the worst experience we've ever had. It took us, it took us, I think, three and a half hours to get there. We were, like, we parked maybe two miles away. And then the people that were all around us were not deadheads. They were just really creepy people. Yeah, yeah. My, have uh, you seen that? My my wife refu- my wife refuses the the venue. Yeah, yeah. I'm never going back. I'll go to Colorado, but not to Virginia. Oh my god! <laughs> so going back to the Jerry Garcia band, I was living in North Carolina many years ago, and I was driving by some town randomly listening to radio. They said tonight we have Melvin Seals playing in this little bar. Oh my goodness! So I found this little bar and I went in there and I listened to a set, and uh, it was very small, maybe 50 people in there, and it was great. And then at the set break, I had a beer with Melvin Seals. Are you kidding? Very cool, yeah. It was a very small... Do you know small... who he is? Well, I mean, I'm not listening to me with all of Well, he was... Um, no, but Melvin Seals had his own career. Yeah. What was his own career? He played uh, keyboards, right? For just yeah. the Jerry Garcia yeah, band. And a stalwart of the Jerry Garcia band. I was actually... Just no, but he COVID. had something. I mean, I think he had his own albums or something, oh, sure. didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was very famous. Yeah, okay, okay. yeah. So, um... 
I did get to see Melvin on Phil Lesh's birthday at just before COVID in San Francisco at Phil's club, Terrapin Coffee. You're kidding. Phil's birthday, Melvin Seals played Are you kidding? with JGB. And you were out there? I was. I was on vacation. It was like my, you know, I became an empty nester just before COVID. It was our first, like, flex our empty nester muscles trip out to San Fran. Your wife and, went with you? Yeah, she did. My wife is into it like I am. She's okay. been to almost as many shows as I You're have. kidding. Oh, yeah, we went I, together. I need to explore that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You haven't seen my VW bus picture, Shelly. No. So, uh, cool. For another day. You know? Yeah. But um, that was really fun to go to Phil's club. Holy and smokes. See Melvin, see yeah. Very on cool. Phil's birthday. Very cool. Um, wow. The and, trifecta. And they closed the club shortly thereafter. You know, was the truth. Well, what was the deal with Phil? I mean, we can end this portion. <laughs> I can't we tell can go on and on. I, I did see, I did see Phil like this. three weeks ago, too. You did? I did. Three uh, weeks ago? In Porchester, New York. Three weeks from today? Porchester, about. Um, what was he doing? Been, it was more like five or six weeks. He was playing a run of shows at the Capitol Theater in Porchester, which is like his favorite venue on the live there. East Coast now. So uh, I was in New York on business. And I was like, Phil's playing outside the city, called some of my friends, and we had a great time, you know, out in Worcester. You guys are so Phil. much cooler than me. But this it, was it's my in the blood, Shelly. My... It's in the blood. <laughs> well, I want that blood. You know, Bobby was just here recently at the Kennedy Center. Right. Did three oh, or four right. nights. Yeah. Maybe five did you nights. That? We were I invited and we had to not go. It was go. fantastic. Ooh. The NSO, I... tuxedo, Bobby. Yeah. yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. I saw were two you nights. There too? Yeah. I thought it was one of the... I, we couldn't I thought go Bobby was now. having the time of his life. Yeah. I thought he was so joyful and having such a great time. I thought it was fantastic. My wife and I and another couple were walking on the back side of Kennedy Center, and we didn't know at the time, but Bobby's bus was there, and we watched him get out of the bus. It was literally 10 feet away from us. So And walking to the back door, we all yelled Bobby, and he just Ray, Ray. waved his hand, but that was pretty cool. <laughs> there are some really awesome documentaries out there now on, I think, Netflix about the dead. Have you guys been seeing them? No, but I need to look. Yeah, you gotta look. And there's also a really good Keith Richards one out there that's relatively new. Some super good Stones one, super good dead ones. Well, and actually, excuse me, one was very focused on Bobby. You know, most deadheads, like, they're Jerry people, not Bobby people. Sure. But this one was very Bobby. And you really realize, like, first of all, it's so ridiculous that there was ever a Jerry-Bobby thing because they were very best friends, you know? Cool. And Right. Love so, you, like, the whole chasm is stupid. But um, Bobby, you know, he started this at 15. Like, been, he been on kind the road of, since, right. Yeah. <laughs> he still maintains a workout regimen. you're born. <laughs> you know, Bobby has his workout regimen before every show. Oh, I see that on Instagram. It's horrid. Yeah, it is tough to, tough to watch, for sure. <laughs> I, uh, I, I actually got to hang out with Bobby before a show one night here in Washington with some mutual friends at their house. Um, personally, I didn't notice any workout regimen. You know? <laughs> there was a regimen, but you know, exercise didn't seem like it was uh, at the forefront at that time. Well, how long ago was this? You hung out with Bobby, just you, Bobby, uh, he, and like... Uh, well, he was actually playing a fun here in Washington um, that was hosted by a friend of mine. I think it was a uh, fundraiser for Normal, actually. The National Organization for the Reform of Marijuana Laws, which I guess it kind of worked out. Right. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got to get on your hobbies in town. I should think of Shelly yeah, I don't think Bobby comes to town and that thinks often. I need to get up with right, right, right. Rosenheim. I wish that was the case, but I don't think it's the he case. He needs to come to the Palm, though. Has Who? he ever... Bobby. I've not seen Bobby here. Yeah. No, unfortunately. 
Well, you know, let's 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 do what we can. Let's do what we can. <laughs> bring him back. Let's bring him back. I'll send this to the dad. Absolutely. Well, thank you for participating. My pleasure. I couldn't wait, and plus, I'm so glad that you're meeting Matt. Yes. I, and uh, my we've met before, but yeah. now we have uh, the common bond. Oh my gosh, that was so fun. A lot of fun. And by the way, why did it take us so long to do this? I as know. much as a fan. We had to have the very special <laughs> right. guest. I can't believe they have way more stories than me. I got to get working on that. But anyway, we hope you like this very special episode and that it inspires you to listen to some Dad or some Jerry today. Let us know if you have a particular song you think we should download or a story you'd like to share. And as always, peace, love, and lunch. <laughs>